your cult. Fractured our people. Where were you then? Welcome to the special bonus Banthatrax episode of the podcast. We're going to be talking about uh, the Lucasfilm topics that, c- that came up at the recent D23. I'm sure we've all seen the trailers, the footage, the the whatever they put out, the promotional materials, if you will, for the upcoming slate of Star Wars. Uh, Dis- uh, it- <laughs> Disney put out a great show, it seems. Everyone seemed to have a great time. We got some information, some exciting stuff to talk about, and we led into it with a snippet from our trailer for, uh, it, it, not even really a trailer, I think it's more of a full-blown teaser for season three of The Mandalorian, and it's it's a lot like what everyone's been speculating, what we've all been sort of led to believe, what the Book of Boba Fett teased us with, Mandalorian, Din Djarin, and Grogu heading back to Mandalore. Uh, he's got to go to those sacred waters, you know, get his get the forgiveness so he can become the Mandalorian and cleanse his sins, at least in the eyes of the children of the Watch. But that also means that Bo-Katan and her faction of Mandalorians will also be present. And, you know, it's hard to say from the teaser what we're going to get. Are we getting active conflict between members of the children of the Watch versus Bo-Katan's forces? Are we getting something else? Are we getting flashbacks to the Mandalorian Civil War. Are we going to be going back into, you know, more flashbacks, flash forwards? Who knows? It's, I don't really want to speculate, but, uh, you know, again, from the teaser, we know we'll be spending time in Kaldabi, the ruins of the Mandalorian capital city, which we saw uh, nuked in the flashbacks to the Night of a Thousand Tears uh, by the Empire. And, And, you know, we are bound to get more explanation, more exploration, of that that time, that tumultuous period in the history of Mandalore. Uh, These are things that I'm really, really excited about that I'm glad we're here to talk about eventually. (laughs) Because as you know, we don't do the ton, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that, that trailer breakdown necessarily, you know, that's not my cup of tea, that's not my forte. There's plenty of other websites and YouTube channels that you can go to if you want those, you know, frame by frame breakdowns of everything we see. I think most importantly is the tone. (laughs) 
that is set in this teaser. Uh, and it's 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 turning it up to 11 for The Mandalorian. It, it's like, much like Star Wars The Clone Wars, you know, the, the first couple of seasons really laid a solid foundation on which to build upon. And then it was season three that I think really catapulted that show to the next level. And that sort of seems to be what we're getting from this episode because the intensity seems to be ramping up. We are going to be spending a lot of time with the Mandalorians, with uh, hopefully exploring their history and, 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 and getting to talk about more about their culture and who they are as a people. At least that's my personal hope and my personal wish. But one thing I can tell you from that trailer, we're getting a lot of buckets. So many buckets can be viewed in this teaser that it was, it was um, um, just or- orgasmic. <laughs> that's the only word I have for it right now. It just was, it filled my heart with all the joy that, uh, that a, a Star Wars fan, that a Mandalorian fan could possibly have. And, and you know, if, if you've been sticking with the podcast as we're going through our Star Wars, the Clone, Wa- Clone Wars rewatch episodes, uh, you'll know that we're at a, a sort of, we're, we're coming to a very pivotal point in season five of the show. And as you're listening to this, heading into uh, the week, week of the release for Andor, you'll, you'll note that we are in the D-Squad arc. We're right in the middle of it. And those are going to come out for the next two weeks. And then we're going to pause the Star Wars Clone Wars to focus on Andor. Uh, and because the other big vital thing that came out of this trailer is we don't have a release date for The Mandalorian Season 3. Speculation is January. It could possibly even be February. We don't know yet. But what I decided based off of that, based off not knowing when our show is going to start, when, when The Mandalorian will return to our screens, is that we will pause... Clone Wars, the Star, oh, sorry, oh boy, Star Wars, the Clone Wars, the rewatch episodes. We'll pause right after the D Squad arc, because what happens after D Squad, I think, may have some. At least bears re-examining heading into season three of the Mandalorian as we spend the rest of season five of Star Wars: The Clone Wars in the midst of of Mandalorian hot button issues with with Maul and 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 Savage, Bo-Katan. It, the you know the all of it all of it has the the vizlas it's all such important stuff to kind of reconnect with heading into the season so there is going to be a pause I, I sort of speculated about it a few weeks ago but yes we will take a brief pause on star wars the clone wars so that we can spend the holidays re-examining those episodes hopefully leading into season three of the mandalorian uh, rumors abound also that The Bad Batch is being delayed to later in 2023. Uh, we still have nothing as far as a release date for Ahsoka. Maybe springtime, maybe summertime. We're not, we're, we're not sure yet. I d- we didn't even really get much on the Ahsoka front. Uh, but what we know is that Season 3 of The Mandalorian looks like it's turning things up to 11. It's bringing the thunder, the intensity. Uh, and, and more importantly, like it really seems to be highlighting the connection between Din Djarin and Grogu, uh, that, that bond, that father-son relationship really building uh, in that trailer. And a lot of spectacular visuals in there. Uh, our good friend Carl Weathers popping back up again. Uh, it's, it's, it, it's a great trailer. I've watched it a bajillion times, and, and I love every single second of it. You know, Some flashes of old stuff, some new stuff, just enough to, to sort of wet your palate, get you thirsty for more, and that's all you can really ask for the trailer. Uh, next up is the thing that needed no teaser trailer, no reminder that I'm going to watch it. Uh, Andor. Andor will be out next week. We will be here with uh, uh, extensive 
day one coverage, <laughs> at least that's the plan, is to uh, watch all three episodes and then come onto the podcast, release it midday Wednesday, uh, and talk about all three episodes of that show in one fell swoop. Um, just because I think that might be easier than trying to go one by one. You know, try to do three episodes of a show, of a podcast for the three episodes of the show that come out the same day. It's just been easier to talk about it all at once. Because I suspect that the narrative is going to be very tightly wound. So just let's just do it all in one big mega show. And that's what's happening there. It was interesting that they put out another, you know, a little sneak of footage uh, in, a, in a little bit of another teaser to lead into that, that, that you know, two-week window before the release. Uh, but what's also interesting, I suspect it was probably released and played at D23, but you can go into your Disney Plus app and watch like a little nine-minute um, special presentation on Andor with Tony Gilroy, with Diego Luna, talking about the story, talking about the, the characters, why they felt the story was so important to tell. Uh, and you get a mix of you get uh, you get like a little scene, and then you get like that little uh, teaser that they tacked on for a D23. What I really liked about the conversation that that Tony Gilroy and, and Diego Luna have uh, is, you know, a lot of times when you watch the sort of presentations with the 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 cast and the crew and and, and these sort of things, like they are sort of very um, reserved. You know, the the, the director is very calm and, and playing things straight to the, you know, straight down the line, down the middle, no emotion, just talking about the thing in a very sort of blase sort of way. I really liked that Tony Gilroy and Diego Luna were kind of fired up. They were pretty passionate about this project, about this show. And and what they were saying sort of matches with what I've been feeling when I watch the trailers, when I've watched the footage that they have released thus far, uh, that this show is going to be intense. It's going to have a great scope. It's going to be pretty freaking epic for a Disney Plus series. And it's going to be, you know, kind of sort of that, that more mature, I use that word cautiously, Star Wars show that I've kind of been waiting for. That, you know, it's, it explores those dark nooks and crannies in the Star Wars galaxy. And I'm really excited by that, by that possibility and getting to go into the shadows of Star Wars and spend some time uh, in the underbelly, if you will. And at the same time, you know, as you're exploring those shadows, exploring those, those those gray areas, you know, we get to see an empire at the height of its power. We get to see the the, the beginning of of rebellion across the galaxy as people uh, have the boot of tyranny pressed upon their necks, and 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 sort of like the natural resistance to that, and how that sort of sparks the rebellion that forms that we know grow know by the from the films. And, and, you know, we've talked about it before. The trailers, trailers have shown us, interviews have told us, you know, Mon Mothma, Moth, excuse me, Mon Mothma, a big part of this series as well. So it's going to be a really fun series. I didn't necessarily need <laughs> to be reminded that I was going to watch the show. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm in for a penny and for a pound. You know, there's Star Wars that I love, Star Wars that's not for me, but I still watch it and I still enjoy it. But this is going to be one that I think falls in the love category, at least based off of what I've seen so far. And I'm very, very optimistic. Like I said, we'll be here next Wednesday talking about those three episodes that drop on the 21st. So don't forget, as if you could, Andor will be here soon. Uh, the more disappointing aspect of the D23 stuff from the Lucasfilm side of the, of the board was uh, no Indiana Jones trailer. 
released nothing for the public. You know, they did like a sizzle reel. They released a sizzle reel to get the fans all hyped up. Harrison Ford was there doing his thing, talking about like how this is probably the you know made it sound like this is pretty much the last go around for him as Indy. You know, if they're going to recast the character, if they're going to carry it on in a different fashion, uh, there there seems to be a lot of mixed rumors about that. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. You know, maybe maybe when the trailer does finally come out, we'll get some indication. Uh, what I would like to say is that all these websites that dedicated their time uh, to trying to describe the sizzle reel to me via article, I don't care. Take it easy, John Grisham. You're <laughs> you don't have to describe what you're seeing in the in the sizzle reel. I you know I'll wait for the footage. Okay, all right. <laughs> Take it down a notch, Tom Clancy. We're we're fine. We'll we'll be okay. It. I don't think it's that important that you try to break that t- that sizzle reel down for us. We'll, we'll get it when we get it. I'm not. I'm just not interested in your clickbaity articles and make it sound like you're going to show me the trailer and then you just go on like a you know for five paragraphs uh, describing every single thing you remember from it. Uh, but it's all based on your memory because guess what? You don't get to see it more than once. Or maybe they showed it to you twice in the presentation. But you're going off memory. <laughs> like you can't even freeze frame it on your computer to watch it again. <laughs> None, you know, I appreciate the effort. Just don't need it. Just don't need it. Put your your time and energy, your creative juices towards something else. Uh, I want to close out with what actually may have been the sort of surprise highlight for for the Lucasfilm D twenty three presentation. Uh, and and you know, I will freely admit to having a massive soft spot for the film. It is one of those things near and dear to my heart. Got it on VHS like in 87, and and we wore it out. We love the movie so dang much. Uh, it, it just it just really sunk its claws into us as kids, and it has not let go, much like Star Wars itself. And and then in the 90s, when, 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 when book sequels were becoming a big thing, you know, like Star Wars did this, like, oh, we're going to do this expanded universe, and Timothy Zahn, he's going to come on board, and we're going to launch this whole new expanded Star Wars universe, and it's going to be fantastic. Well, they did that for this movie as well, uh, except the three-book trilogy that they did was god-awful. It was freaking terrible. And I'm sorry, Chris Claremont, you ruined it. You ruined <laughs> that particular world for me. But luckily, it seems... As if this new Disney Plus show is here to save the day. And that's right, folks. I am talking about, in case you have not figured it out yet, I am talking about Willow. That show looks spectacular. Am I way off base? Am I, am I just going off like the little bits of snippets I've seen here and there? Yes, of course I am. But again, this is a, a movie that got its, its claws into me at the right time. I was not, uh, I did not grow up knowing a ton about of, of fantasy stuff. Willow was one of the first fantasy movies I saw that wasn't like Legend or the uh, the uh, animated uh, Blaschke uh, uh, Hobbit film, you know. It, it, and and so it, it got its teeth into me, and and I love Willow, and I was excited, cautiously so, when they announced the Disney Plus series coming soon, uh, and then this trailer that we got showing that that, that the, the Disney Plus, Disney Plus series will be dropping uh, November thirtieth. Woo! It got me in my, in my feels. I'm excited. I'm really pumped up for the for this Willow show to go back to that world to get to explore that world more fully. Uh, you know, we got taste of it in the film, but it was it, was a, it, it sort of presented itself as this really rich, full world, and we only got the tip of the iceberg with it. And it looks like we're going to get to have more of that iceberg revealed in this new show with this what looks to be a fun cast of characters, and of course Warwick Davis returning to the title role of Willow. 
So I'm very, very excited. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm curious what, what, what will be said about Mad Mardigan. Uh, you know, obviously Val Kilmer, not in a great place. I doubt he will be making any cameos in the show. Uh, though who knows, maybe I'll be surprised. Anyways, I, that was sort of the one that really, really surprised me. I wasn't, so, I wasn't surprised that I loved the Mandalorian teaser. I wasn't surprised that I loved the Endor presentation. Uh, I was disappointed there was no indie footage, for me to see at least. Uh, the Willow stuff got me. That got me so good. And I'm just, I'm just here for it. <laughs> that's, that's all I want to say about that. Uh, and I guess that's about it. That's kind of wrapping up our you know, Lucasfilm portion of the D23 panel from uh, convention from this, this past weekend. And thank you for being here. Uh, my, by the way, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, uh, get into, get into the whole thing, but here you go. Please make sure you're following us on social media. We're at Mando underscore vision on Twitter, Instagram, email the show, Mandovision Tom at gmail.com. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow, and share the show with all the Mandalorians in your covert. Uh, if you want to give us a five-star review, those are so, so very, very helpful. We truly, truly appreciate your time taking, taking the time to do so. And we want to thank our, the official members of Buckethead Nation, the Mandovision Maniacs over at patreon.com forward slash Mandovision. You can sign up, gain access to sweet, sweet, sweet bonus content. New episode coming soon. <laughs> thank you to our current Patreons, the Aspinel Chody, the Batman Abejo, Jeff Nail. Jeff's got the ring in here, a great podcast about music, so check it out. The Evil Circle, thanks to Evil Circle, the evils of all circles. The Squidmaster General, Brian Broussard. The New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer. Our very own Joker and Holly Quinn, Brian and Krista, Pariah Brewing Company. In Baltimore, Maryland, the Beer Hop Burrito General, Jesus Beer Hops, the Silent Assassin, he who should not, he who should not be named, excuse me, and Syndicate Ram, co-host of Come On, It's So Good podcast. Speaking of Syndicate Ram, Reagan will be with me on a special bonus episode dropping later this week. So you're going to get another show probably on Friday. Uh, what will that show consist of? Uh, that will be a bonkers, banana crazy <laughs> conversation that got off the rails fairly quickly and I uh, just let it go. I just was like, you know what? I'm having fun talking about this. It starts off as as sort of like a a you know, exploring all the reasons, talking about the reasons why we love Rogue One so much. And it 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 sort of turned there's a couple U-turns, a couple of uh right turns at Albuquerque and and uh uh you know, we end up talking a lot about the expanded universe and it it's a it's a weird wild strange conversation <laughs> but you know we we do these things for for you good people who listen to the podcast and you deserve to hear even when things don't go according to plan uh it's still a star wars conversation and you know what there's there's something to be gleaned from a fun star wars conversation between uh, uh two longtime uh um star wars nerds and I, I guess that's the best i can say about that so look forward to that it is a uh, if you thought A Sunny Day in the Void was a strange trip in, in the Star Wars canon, wait till you hear this episode of our podcast, because it, uh, it is something else. <laughs> I don't even have the words for it. I have, I've been slowly editing it, and I'm just like, I'm sort of like baffled <laughs> about how, how far off the track we got with, with certain topics and certain, certain things, but it's okay. It's still a fun time, and anytime you're talking about Star Wars, it's a good time. All right, so let's close out this bonus Bantha Tracks episode of the show. Let me remind you all to be great Star Wars fans. Be kind, supportive of each other, and, and, and don't be trolls. Got no time for trolls. Don't be gatekeepers. Got no time for gatekeepers, all right? Star Wars is for everyone, and we are all sort of the ambassadors of that, right? We're all here, part of this community. 
we need to be warm, supportive, welcoming people. And yeah, I guess that's the best thing I can say. Let's just keep it at that. All right, with that, my name is Tom. This is the Minivision Podcast. I thank you so much for checking this special bonus Panther Tracks episode of the show. We will be back very, very soon. Keep your buckets on at all times. And remember, this podcast can only end one way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Did you think your dad was the only Mandalorian?